Turn with me to, to, to Psalm chapter um, 51. And I, I, I have to preempt this by, by letting you know something. And I think this is such a powerful thing. I, I don't want you to miss it. This is a, a psalm that comes right after Nathan the prophet comes um, to David. Now, it's kind of an amazing thing, and I try to think through these things. God calls David a man after his own heart, okay? Now, <laughs> let me parenthetically tell you something. This comes right after David had an affair with somebody else's wife, then he manipulated things and worked it out so that man got to be on the front lines of a battle and was killed. Basically, I would say he kind of murdered that man. Okay? And I say that, and I don't want you to let you off the hook for your sin. At the same time, I want you to hear what I'm saying. David was a man after God's own heart, and he failed. But here's the difference between David and too many people. David got on his knees and kind of almost went nuts in, in repentance, saying, God, I am so sorry for what I did. Restore me in your light and your salvation and in your holiness. Okay, hear what I'm saying. Because some people, Satan has you talked into sitting there. Well, I failed. Anybody here never failed? Do you hear what I'm saying? All right. Well, I've, mine is really bad. Did you have an affair and have the dude murdered? <laughs> but hear what I'm saying. And, and got people online, hear what I'm saying. Because the bottom line is you got, you're going to have me murdered. Okay. I know that's in her head. I know that. But I want you to hear that. I want you to understand that. Like I said, I'm not letting you off for your sin in, 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 in bread or, or, or things you've done, but I want you to hear you can be restored. You can be saved. You could be set free. You can be made holy no matter where you've been and what you've done. See, and this is, this is so important. If we're going to go out and impact the lost and hurting world, that's what we've got to take to them. We can't tell them, well, you need to change your lifestyle and then Jesus will love you. No, no, no. Jesus loves them and died for them and rose again for them and sent his Holy Spirit for them no matter their lifestyle. And church, we got to hear this because I think the church has done great damage with all these stinking rules and all that kind of stuff that we've preached as the gospel for too long. And somehow that, that hasn't changed anybody. But the grace of Jesus Christ can change anybody and everybody. Amen? You see, I don't know what to say to somebody. Tell them that. God took an old knucklehead like David and he did this and he did that, but God restored him. He now can restore you. I, I love this. I love this um, psalm. Listen to what it says. I'm in the NIV version, by the way, verse one. Have mercy on me, O God, because I'm so pretty and I'm so holy and I deserve it. It's not what it says, is it? No, thank God. Could you imagine me having to depend on being pretty? Help us. 
Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love. You mean he still loves me? Yes. Did, did he still love David? Yes. Did he want to put a noogie on his head? Yes. But the bottom line is he still in an unfailing way, love David. No matter where you've been, no matter what you've done, he still loves you and always will. Folks that have been in the church too long, we gotta go back to our kids and make sure they understand how much God loves them and not that God loves them only when we do exactly what the church wants them to do. God help us. Because sometimes we've taught that trash. You're a bad kid. Mm, you know, God doesn't love you. Oh, yes, he does. Thank God, while I was yet a sinner, Jesus Christ died for me and for you because of his great love and because of his great mercy. According to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions. I'll say it again because y'all missed it. According to your great compassion, blot out my compassion. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Y'all are missing it. You need to hear it. You need to understand it. You need to say amen because that's what the preacher wants you to do. You need to hear this. You need to understand. This is what we take out to a lost and hurting world. But first, we've got to get it. You see, you can't offer something you don't have. Something you're not living. Wash me from all my iniquity and cleanse me from all my sin. Cleanse me all the way down deep and all the way out. Because the bottom line is, you're the only hope I've got, Lord. For I know, and I remember, he, he had been confronted by Nathan the prophet. Nathan, not, not Nathan the hot dog, Nathan the prophet. Okay, although I like Nathan hot dogs, all right? And their French fries are good too. But this is Nathan the prophet. Nathan the prophet looked at him and said, listen, you did evil. You sinned. Folks, when there is sin in our mind and heart, don't play this little spiritual game. I said a prayer when I was four, and I'm good. So preacher, and don't do this for your children either because we all want to send our children to sainthood. Amen? I know my transgressions. My sins are always before me, and that's good. Well, I don't want to feel guilt. I do. When there is sin in my mind and my heart and my soul and my life and my attitude and my relationships, I want to feel that. I want to know that because as a human being, I have a tendency to kind of overlook it. You ever done that? You ever not prayed for three days in hopes that God would forget? Huh? Has anybody else ever done that? Maybe I'm the only heathen. 
But sometimes you just, you just kind of hope that God will forget. And God's saying, no, 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 no. You have to understand. I came, I lived, I died, and I rose again. I send my Holy Spirit to deal with that sin. I'll cover it, but I'll go down deep and I will do the surgery that's necessary in your mind and heart to deal with that, to overcome that, to conquer that. Don't mess with sin. Don't allow it just to kind of sit there in your pocket and hope it doesn't take over because it will. Amen? Against you and you only have I sinned. That's a biggie that most people, I'm going to be honest, don't get. Well, he sinned against me. No, he don't sin against you. He sins against God. If it's going to be dealt with, it's got to be dealt with with God's help. Okay? And we Christians, we got it a little tougher. We get our little feelings hurt all the time and we wear our emotions on our sleeve and if somebody doesn't do what we want, you know, stop it. Deal with that sin too. Amen? So important. Against you and you only I have sinned and done evil in your sight. So you are right in your verdict and justified when you judge. Surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. Wow. I wish I had an hour to explain what that really means. Too many people have never actually allowed Jesus Christ to deal with what I just read. If you don't believe this, go and work in the nursery sometimes. They haven't played with a certain toy in 42 years in there. But you let one child take that toy out, every one of them babies want that toy. Here's the sad part. We just perfect that art when we grow up, don't we? Okay? But we've got to understand that we have no power to deal with what we call inherited depravity. This sinful nature that is deep within us. And we have to understand, we have no strength, we have no wisdom, we have no ability to deal with that without the saving grace of, and power of Jesus Christ. And I'm going to ask you something this morning. Have you allowed Jesus Christ to deal with that? Or is everything in your world still about you? Is your church experience still about you? Well, they don't sing the songs I like. Who cares? Is it about you or is it about him? They don't have the donuts I like. You know, that preacher's tie is ugly. Who cares? I love you, but I couldn't care less about your opinions. Now, if I say something stupid, I want you to come and tell me. All right? But this stuff in the church where it's all about me, it's all about me, I gotta, you got to do what I want, you got to be what I want, you, you need to understand, it just doesn't work. Yet you desired faithfulness, 
even in the womb. You desired truth in the worm. You taught me wisdom in that secret place. You see, we were conceived to be people of holiness. We were conceived to be people of God. We were created in the image of God. We were not created in the image of our sinful parents. Too often, we're just like, well, that's the way it is. Yes, that is the way it is. But Jesus Christ came, lived, and died to deal with that. And I want you to think about that. Is it all about me? Are the problems in my marriage because it's all about me and if I don't get what I want, I'm gonna pout? In my relationships with people, is it all about me? Or if I don't get what I want, am I gonna pout and I'm gonna, you know, sniffle and snuffle and, you know, all that kind of, you need to get this. You need to understand the only way that we can be set free from all that trash and be made into those people that God created us to be is to allow him to come to the very center of that. And that's why he died and that's why he rose again, to deal with that. Take personal responsibility for what's happening in your life and allow Jesus Christ to the center of wherever you're struggling. Amen? Cleanse me with hyssop. I, I looked this up because I really wasn't sure what hyssop was. Hyssop is a plant. And it not only is something they take and, and they cleansed with or cleaned with, but it made things smell good too. <laughs> you see, God doesn't want to just clean you. He wants you to smell good. He wants your life to be something that's refreshing to him and every person in your world. Amen. That's what this is all this time is all about. Wash me, I will be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones you have crossed rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquity. Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit in me. I don't have time to get into all that. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. This is a biggie for me because I... I Sometimes I just go so busy doing God's, quote, work and church and everything. Restore to me the joy of your salvation. Remember that first moment you were saved? And I have, I have an uncle named Bruce, and he told me the story. When he gave his life to Jesus, it was like a 300-pound weight was just lifted off his shoulder. Amen. Remember that? Remember how you were so excited and so joyful and, and, and you just couldn't tell enough people about what God had done in your life and grant to me a willing spirit. And Christians, 2022 is going to be about the next verse. then I will teach transgressors your ways so that sinners will turn back to you. Amen. 
This is for every one of us who names the name of Jesus Christ. Did everybody get a candle? I don't know about you, but I have family and friends that do not know his love and his grace. Just pass that back, please. I know we live in times where it is scary to communicate Christ. I know that. The other thing I know, when you haven't done something in a long time or never, that's hard. Would everybody agree with that? Okay, I'm not up here saying do this and I don't understand. It's scary. I have a rather strong personality, but it's still scary. We live in a day that not only do people not want to hear about God, they get angry when you try. But folks, If they don't know him, you need to hear this. They are under the domination of the evil one because you can't handle the evil one without him. And I'm going to say something nobody wants to hear. But if they don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, if they are not saved, if they are not born again, if they are not filled with God's Holy Spirit, Are you listening to me? Because I'm going to say something that that really is a struggle. If they don't know him, I don't care what they said when they were four. I don't care if they come to church two times a year. I don't care. I don't care if they tell you, well, I'm basically a good guy or I'm a good girl. That means nothing. If they don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, They are going to burn in hell for eternity. I know know nobody wants to hear that. My, My kids are basically good kids. But did they know Jesus Christ? And do they have a saving relationship with him? Oh, well, pastor, you're judgmental. No, I'm just telling you what the book says. I love you and I love your families. And I love your friends, and I love every person in your world enough to tell you the truth. When I talk about hell, I'm talking about you take everything wonderful you could ever dream about heaven. You turn it upside down, and that is hell. So, preacher, this is is strong. This is, oh my. Okay. But folks, 
if we don't get that point, we tend to let this whole sharing the love and grace of Jesus Christ drift. And we need to be that serious about it. Is everybody hearing me? Does everybody understand? That's not judgmentalism. That's not being ugly. That's not being negative. This is love. Jesus Christ came and he was very explicit. If you are not born again, you will never, ever, ever see the kingdom of God in this world or in eternity. This morning, if you, I want you to ask yourself, am I truly saved? Do I truly have a relationship with him? Am I willing to deny myself, take up his cross, and follow in his footsteps? Or am I still playing the religion game where I'm just kind of, I'll show up every once in a while, but don't ask me to go to that next level. And I want you to understand something. We need to ask ourselves that. Am I truly saved, set free, and empowered by God through his Holy Spirit, or am I just playing the religion game? You see, folks, we need to get that kind of serious about where we are and what we're doing today. Because you know what? Jesus Christ came to deal with every one of our sins. Jesus Christ came to deal with every person in your family that is battling sin. He came to set them free from their sin too. Every person at work, even those jerks. Anybody else got jerks at work? You know, the bottom line is, I want you to hear, Jesus came to deal with their sin, to love them to spiritual eternal health. Amen? Jesus came to to set you free and to make you healthy in him too. To make sure you have a heavenly home with him too. You will still deal with the craziness of this world, but we know this, our eyes are on, our hope is in heaven and the bottom line is we're gonna be with him one day and all of this junk is gonna be gone. As we leave today, I'm gonna beg you to start thinking about those people around you that do not know him. And you know they're struggling with sin. You know they've not asked God in their lives. You know that, don't don't play games. Well, he's basically a good person. No, if they're not centered in Jesus Christ, they're not saved. They're under the domination of the evil one and they need the saving grace of Jesus Christ. Well, what do I tell them? Don't tell them anything yet. You begin to pray for them. And you begin to pray for them. And you begin to pray for them. And you begin to live before them. Now, you got to hear this one. In such a way that they see that there's something miraculous and special going on in your mind and heart because Jesus Christ is at the center of your life. Did everybody hear what I just said? Don't be going out here when your life ain't no better than theirs and they're running their mouth how they need Jesus. They don't want your Jesus. But when Jesus Christ comes to the center of your life, he will set you free too. He will make you new too. He will make you holy too. He will fill you with his love and compassion too because your heart and your mind 
and your soul has been cleaned and set free and saved and forgiven and redeemed and hallelujah and hallelujah and hallelujah. And all God's people said, amen. Now let's go and let's begin to pray and let's begin to love and let's begin to live lives of holiness and righteousness and lives that are different than this crazy world. Amen. And God will give us the opportunity to share all that we've learned today 